0: Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Insomnia Fix podcast. I am excited to have my new health coach here with me. She is now part of the team and her name is Tina. And I'm excited for all of you to get to know her a little better and find out how her she has some extra experience, especially in the mental health space. And so I'm really excited for her to join the team and add that to how we're helping our clients in the Complete Sleep Solution program. So welcome, Tina. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm excited to be part of the team.
0: Yes, I'm so excited to have you. And... Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're living, your family, all of that.
1: Yeah. So we're originally from Canada, but in um, 2022, we actually packed up and relocated to Dominican Republic. And we spent a year there myself, my husband, and our two little boys. So I have a three and a now six-year-old. And then This year in February, so 2023, we packed up and actually last Dominican Republic and headed to Mexico. So we are now living in Mexico in beautiful Puerto Vallarta and just enjoying all of the culture and the food and everything that Mexico has to offer.
0: Yes, that sounds amazing. I'm, you know, in Jackson, Wyoming, where it is snowing. So (laughs) (laughs) not snowing here. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Well, you know, I know a lot of your background is from mental health and even teaching before then, I think. But yeah, I'm curious what your background is in the mental health space.
1: Yeah. So I um, before I even became a teacher, when I was in high school and university, I was in the autism space. So I, I was working with children that were on the spectrum in some way in both recreation facilities, as well as some training and therapy facilities. And then through university, I was at group homes working with adults as well, diagnosed with autism and day treatment programs for adults with a range of other diagnoses, so developmental delays or anything, any neurodivergent diagnoses. And then I went into the teaching space and as a teacher. I taught at the academic level, but I really still had this love for the the students that were labeled as behavioral or neurodivergent. And that just ended up being where I ended up. So I was in classrooms working with a lot of the students that a lot of teachers don't want to work with, but those are my favorite students. You know, they were entertaining. The academic ones were just easy to to teach, but the other students were really, really fun. So I spent a lot of time in that space. And then in 2016, I left the teaching world and I entered into the geriatric space for the psychiatric facility in Ontario. So I was a consultant for long-term care homes for their high-risk dementia patients. So I was going in and sort of assessing some of the high-risk behaviors or representations that the homes were seeing and trying to create safety plans and care plans for the elderly people living in those um for the dual diagnosis unit in the hospital as well as the treatment resistant units so those were forensic patients so men that had been through the criminal justice system who were now in the max secure facility and i was working as a behavioral consultant there as well so as you can imagine lots of mental health lots of high risk behaviors so helping staff to manage those in the safest way possible
0: yeah That sounds stressful and very important as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long history there. Yeah, yeah. So since this podcast is about sleep, did you ever notice times when sleep impacted someone's mental health?
1: Yes, actually, near and dear to my heart. I know somebody who, unfortunately, there was a life event that caused this person to really struggle to get sleep lots of ruminating thoughts at night. That's when it peaked the most. And from there, it was just a vicious spiral into sort of a loss of control. And I noticed, you know, impaired judgment, suicidality, turning to substances like alcohol to kind of numb that so that they could get to sleep. And it was about a year long of just this spiral out of control. And it wasn't until getting to the root cause of, why those ruminating thoughts were happening and solving that before the person could heal. Like this person was thrown anti-anxiety meds, sleeping pills, a whole whack of band-aid solutions that did not solve their sleep problems and therefore did not stop the spiral out of control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how did they finally get to the root cause? Talking about it, connecting with somebody who could
1: help them. Connecting with someone like a coach or a therapist so that they could speak about things and really put everything out on the table instead of just keeping everything in their head because it wasn't getting solved that way. Yeah. Um, lots of mindfulness and grounding and things like that that took place as well after speaking to people.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, good. Well, then yeah. did you see sleep issues often in the elderly people you worked with?
1: very much so in the elderly population it is a huge problem and it would often come across you know wandering through the night screaming aggression they would be at a much higher risk for falls you know low blood pressure and things like that would start to occur and they were just very high risk both physically and physically and emotionally and mentally because as we've talked about sleep impaired them in so many different ways it was It was very prevalent in the geriatric population. And again, being given sleeping pills that didn't solve their problems often and are very harsh on uh, an, an elderly aging population like that,
0: yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, awesome. So now, I mean, you've kind of pivoted, I would say, and, you know, become a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, which is the same certification I have. So we're also looking at the you know, physical imbalances in in the body that lead to health issues and especially sleep issues. And so how has that, how have you kind of combined that with your work in the mental health space?
1: Yeah, FDN was a breath of fresh air for me. You know, it it followed the the theory that I was looking for of eliminating those Band-Aid solutions and, you know, not turning to pharmaceuticals for every single human condition. So it was profound for me because it confirmed my thoughts around the interconnectedness of mind and body. So a funny example, actually, with my first pregnancy, I didn't find out until I was 15 weeks along. And two weeks before finding out, I went to a doctor and requested antidepressants for the first time in my life because I could just not find joy in my days. And the doctor prescribed me the medication and sent me on my way problem hour was not a lack of serotonin or depression stemming from my brain. It was hormonal. I was pregnant (laughs) and had the doctor looked at me as a head connected to a body and a body with a head attached to it. They may have learned that my depression was from the fact that my hormones were absolutely all over the place due to being pregnant. So bringing FDN into my strong knowledge of mental health just made sense for me. The marrying of the two worlds has really taught me true holistic wellness. So I can confidently work with a person as their whole self.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so what have you learned from, from FDN, we call it functional diagnostic nutrition with sleep issues?
1: Yeah. So I've learned that, you know, sleep can really, it's, it's an imbalance in the body and it can really come across in so many ways, it can increase anxiety and can really present itself like that. And vice versa, the anxiety can also cause those sleep issues. So it's taught me that those imbalances in the body are definitely contributing to sleep. I mean, parasites in our gut could lead to sleep issues. Like it was shocking for me to learn that frequent nightmares can be related to parasites in our gut and cause sleep issues. So those have all been really profound teachings for me and how connected sleep is to every system in our body. It's not just, you know, throw a pill because oh, you're struggling to sleep. No, it goes so much deeper than that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, unfortunately in our the medical system, <laughs> that's what they're taught is to prescribe a pill for things and yeah. I mean, doctors aren't necessarily looking for the root cause like we have been trained to do. And so, yeah, I think it's powerful to someone to find out that, you know, their sleep issues aren't their fault. Cause it's like, you're either told to take a sleeping pill or you need to do, go to therapy. Cause it's all in your head. There's nothing more frustrating than being told it's all in your head. And cause then you feel yeah. like you can't control it. Like, what am I doing wrong? That's in my head that I can't control. And so For me, it was such a relief to say, oh, I had a parasite that I probably had for 12 years. I had hormone imbalance. I had copper toxicity. Like I had all of these imbalances that totally explained why I wasn't sleeping. So it wasn't all mental. While I do believe there's a mental component and everyone's different, right? Like for some people, a lot of it's physical, other people, a lot of it's mental, but usually there's some combination of both. And so- absolutely." Yeah. So that's why I think it's so important to address both the body and the mind. And so that's definitely what we do in the Complete Sleep Solution program, because you can't ignore one. And and if that's an issue, then hope to get better. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. No floating heads on, no floating
1: heads around the world.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I've said this on the podcast before. I've actually done an entire episode on anxiety and depression and insomnia. And my belief is that you know, anxiety doesn't necessarily cause insomnia and vice versa. It can become this vicious cycle for sure. But I think instead they have the same root cause, like a lot of the physical imbalances that can cause insomnia can also cause anxiety or depression. And so it's a matter of, yeah, of getting to the root of that. So yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, there was a profound moment for me in FDN, actually, when we were looking at hormone levels and an example of extremely low testosterone. And there was a statement made about, you know, this is when you don't know if your client is actually clinically depressed or just has low testosterone. And I immediately went to, you know, ketamine is very big across the U.S. right now for treatment resistant depression. But I immediately went to, well, how many of those people are actually treatment resistant depression or do they just have really low testosterone levels and we're not looking there? Yeah. So definitely, you know, they're so important. There's just this, this loop between everything and everything is so interconnected and that's why we need to look at everything.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you were telling me about an interesting book before we got on, you explain that.
1: Yeah. So there's a book called brain on fire and it's an actual memoir. So it happened to a young woman, super successful. I believe she was a reporter working for a very big news company in the U S and all of a sudden around the age that people would typically be diagnosed with schizophrenia, she started to display aggression and hearing voices and all kinds of things and was put into a psychiatric facility locked away. And if you know, psychiatric facilities, you lose all your rights. They're taken. So all her rights taken away her, I believe it was her boyfriend. She wasn't married, but he still stood by her side. And she advocated really, really hard for a really long time in and out of psychiatric facilities. And they ended up discovering that she actually had a teratoma which is a tumor that has cells of hair and teeth in it. So it's a very rare, (laughs) I know, (laughs) it's very rare. Yeah, it's freaky. But that was actually causing all of these issues. So it had nothing to do with a mental health diagnosis of schizophrenia. It was a physical oddity that was causing these things. And it really made me sit back and think, How many people are we diagnosing with these, you know, lifelong illnesses that have you thrown into hospitals and strapped down and chemically restrained when it could very well be something in your body that's causing this and nobody's looking there. People just think, okay, schizophrenic, you're hearing things, that's it, your life's over. And it's just, it's a great book. I highly recommend it.
0: Yeah. It sounds fascinating. And it gives me the chills to even hear that story because yeah, I think it's sad that so many people could be in those facilities and there actually is a way for them to get better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, I just wanted to mention that you are in the middle of doing a certification for compassionate inquiry. Can you tell us what that is?
1: Yeah, so that is a uh, trauma informed psychotherapeutic approach to therapy. It was created by Gabor Mate. So he is um, a guru in the trauma space. He's from Canada has written a number of books. And this training is to certify me to work with this modality. So it's to add to sort of my my style already, but this is a modality to add into that. So digging into childhood trauma, and it doesn't have to be, you know, those big T traumas is what he calls them. So it doesn't have to be, you know, war veteran or extreme abuse of any kind. We all, trauma is the wound in the body when an event takes place, not the actual event. And that's his theory, which is really important because we can't change the event, but we can heal the wound. So the fact that trauma is that wound means that we can heal it. And that's, that's what I'm learning.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love that. You know, and I've also heard, I mean, different people are traumatized by different things. So, you know, there yeah. is big trauma or little trauma that is trauma for everyone. It's all, <laughs> it's all dependent on yeah, our, our situation, I guess, and experience of that. So
1: that's right. Yeah. It's how it's felt in the body and how it stays in the body. If it doesn't move through it, then that's a trauma. That's a wound.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. I don't think I have any more questions for you. Is there anything else you want to say? No, just, I'm really excited. And I so
1: understand the importance of sleep because like I said, I've seen firsthand what it can do to a person and it's, um, it's a real struggle. So I'm really passionate about helping your community sleep better and feel better. And just really, really excited to be here.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. And I'm sure my clients are excited to meet you and new clients. This is who you likely will be working with. So if you're looking for a body and mind approach, this is definitely it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Martha. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I want to invite you to my masterclass. It's happening June 1st, at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So it is called Solve Your Sleep Mystery, the three key steps to overcoming your insomnia naturally without drugs. So this masterclass is going to be for you if you have trouble falling or staying asleep, no matter how long you've been struggling with sleep, whether it's been months or years or even since childhood, if your blood work is normal but your doctor hasn't been able to help you, If you've tried many things to improve your sleep, like natural or pharmaceutical sleep aids, sleep hygiene, cognitive behavioral therapy, even alternative medicine doctors or practitioners. And if you want to get to the bottom of your sleep issues for good. So this is what you're gonna learn. The three key things to look at so you can sleep better, the common physical culprits that sabotage sleep, and how to find the root cause of your insomnia so you can sleep better permanently. And you can register for this masterclass at the link in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you there.